from Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada. You are listening to Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. This program is presented by the Association for New Canadians, AMC, with funding from the Government of Canada and Government of Newfoundland and Labrador. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in today to another uh, broadcast of Black Excellence in Newfoundland and Labrador, coming to you right from the Association for New Canadians and broadcasted through our very own global frequencies. Today, I am super, super stoked to have Baraka Bayo in the house today. You must have heard about him. His music is crazy. It's wild. It's different. Uh, people are falling in love with him left, right, and center, you know, um, and, and I'm just loving it. I love this artist. So I want to welcome you to the show today. Welcome, Baraka. Thank you so much, Bar. Appreciate that. Yes. I tell you, when people hear your music, they're going to feel something the same way I felt something and other people have felt something. You performed for us for Emancipation Day and I've received a couple of fan emails <laughs> inquiring about you and how can they get in touch with you and everything else. So, you know, this is just going to make you bigger for the, 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 the respect that you deserve for the music you've been creating. It's phenomenal. It's Thank phenomenal. You. So, Baraka, tell me first, what brought you to Newfoundland? Uh, yeah, it was it was complete chance. Um, a memorial representative was in uh, my high school, Dar es Salaam Independent School, and my city of Dar es Salaam. And I had never heard of a place called Newfoundland. And uh, yeah, I was really curious. I, I'd never heard of this place. Uh, the only places I knew in Canada were Toronto and Ottawa and Vancouver. Yeah, so I was really, um, I was really yearning for um, an opportunity to get to experience life in a smaller scale, a smaller community where things run as fast where everyone wasn't in a rush. Well, the people are in a rush everywhere. I suppose <laughs> yes. it, is the, it is the big city trope that everybody's running, everybody's in a rush. Yeah. And uh, Memorial happened to be really cheap and convenient, and they had an excellent, and they still have an excellent business program. So, voila, six years later, or is it seven? 2015, seven. Seven years later, wow. here I am. <laughs> and we are happy that you are here, because with your talent, we wouldn't want you to be anywhere else but Newfoundland right now. Um, <laughs> so tell me about your music. When did you start singing, playing? Tell me a bit about that. See, my family will never admit it, but I do come from a musical family, um, and it stems from church. So I remember being around six to 10, 12 years old, I sang in choir. I didn't really pay attention to what was going on. I just It was just fun singing. I remember going into church sometimes when I wasn't in choir singing, and I would sleep through the sermons, like sleep completely, head down, everything. And my mom would rage at me, like, why are you sleeping through the sermons? Join the club. Right? Happened to me too, <laughs> Pentecostal, right? Uh-huh. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would be like, still going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm Seventh-day Adventist, and... Um, we worship on Saturdays, and music yes. is a really, really big part of our uh, of our worship service. And I just remember sleeping through the sermons, but the minute that the congregation would stand up to sing, I was alive, you know? It was by choice, yes. You can't be sitting, sleeping while everybody else is singing, but I felt alive when everybody was singing. Yeah. And then when I got out of choir, I kept... I loved music still. I loved Enrique Iglesias. I loved, I loved all sorts of pop music at the time. And then it just kind of, I just kind of ignored it for a while. And on my 14th birthday, I tell this story all the time. I asked my dad for an Xbox and word for word, he looked at me and told me, that's just going to make you stupid. You already have so many video games. Why do you want another console? 
And then I was like, okay, like you, you can't really tell anything to your dad um, when they tell you, no, I'm not getting you. Oh, no, you game. can't. You right? just got to leave it alone. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, on my 14th, 14th birthday, my dad was uh, traveling for business and he came home with this guitar. And the point of him getting me a guitar is because he believed that it would expand my cognitive ability which is true music <laughs> can do that for it you it does but i just ended up falling in love with music <laughs> oh my god and we're ga- we're happy you did we're yeah. happy you did or we wouldn't have this amazing talent oh man i'm so humble yes you. yes Thank you, <laughs> so how did you learn to play the guitar oh man i honestly half the time have no idea what i'm doing on guitar it's literally off of feel um a lot of google a lot of youtube and um yeah i just went online and just you know the typical Early 2010s um, guitar tutorial channels, adjusting guitars, the Marty Schwartz, those those guys when YouTube was becoming a thing is when I really started getting into learning guitar like that. So, yeah. That's, that's amazing. You know, I've interviewed several artists, quite a few as a matter of fact. And for the ones that are self-taught, it amazes me because they actually take the time to teach them on their own. Our very own Zynova, he taught himself uh, just fooling around with the chords and watching people play on the streets. You know, I had another person, same with you, learned on YouTube. I think that's an amazing, amazing thing to do. And then put it together, you write music. Yeah. Tell me, what is your inspiration when you're writing music? Uh, a lot of time I'll write off personal experience. Um, I'll write off, you know, like an emotion or something that I'm thinking about myself. Sometimes it'll just be like for shits and giggles and all of a sudden I have a song that I like. I remember this one time I was hanging out with my friends. Uh, This wasn't even too long ago. I think it was 2018, 2019. We were just hanging out, like playing video games or whatever. And Uh I live with two guys from Ecuador. And one of my friends, his name is Kalechi, had this beat that he got somewhere and he started playing it. And these guys started singing in in Spanish. I'm like, okay, let's just write a song. So inspiration, it it depends. It depends on on the situation. A lot of times it's our personal experience. A lot of times it's off like an emotion that I'm feeling or what I'm thinking. And sometimes it's just, you just gotta do it. You know, as a a writer in in the industry, you have to almost like automate that creative process. So you just have to have times when you write two lines and you don't like it. And yes. you move on to the next song and you write your a verse and you don't like it. And then you come back and, okay, so I need to write the song for this purpose. Maybe it fits this way in a project or it'll help me access this like fan base. So a lot of it comes out of necessity. The best songs that I've written come out of pure emotion and personal experience. And I find that some of those are the best songs ever. Now, what genre would you put yourself in? Because your music mixes it up. I, sometimes I feel like, am I going reggae? Am I going pop? Am I going... Like, it's, it's, every song gives me a different feel. What genre would you say you belong in? Or, do you, or are you a combination of genres? I, I would say... If I was to define myself, if, like, I suddenly, like, blew up and became the world's biggest artist, I'd probably be a pop musician, realistically. Right. But I know for a fact that I've tried writing songs because I heard Drake do a verse and I liked it. Mm -hmm. Or I remember that the way Enrique used to sing a certain song. Yeah. Or Ed Sheeran is a big one. Or John Mayer. And it's, like, it's spread across so many different artists. But... If we were to put it all in one bracket, I'd say pop music, but I am a combination of different. different you genres. are a wonderful combination of, <laughs> of different uh, genres, I would say, and, and your voice is amazing. When was the first time you realized that you had an amazing voice? To be honest with you, I've never really even thought about it. See, here's the thing. When I, when I got the handle of the guitar, I really started playing it to impress the girls. And this was like way back in junior high. And it's still lasting to today. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> right? See, now now I look at that as a byproduct of doing what I love. But in the beginning, it just started off as, oh, yeah, I know, like, this is going to get me, like, female attention. Yes. But I, I just kind of sang. I, I don't even necessarily think I was necessarily born with the talent of singing or the ability to sing. It's just that when you do something so many times... And vocal cords are muscles. Like, I tell this to people all the time, and they think I'm kidding. It's like, I am i was not born a singer. Yeah. Like, there is no... I don't remember a time in my life where someone looked at me as a child and was like, oh, you have a crazy voice. Never happened. But just because I did it so many times, I've been doing it since I was, like, what, six years old? Mm-hmm. I've never gotten vocal training. I've never gotten, like, a coach, nothing like that. I've just sang the songs I loved and tried to write songs and sing them, and I learned an instrument, and I just did it over time. You just develop a voice. You do, and I believe you. It's almost like, if I understand you correctly, it's almost like our body weight when they talk about muscle memory. Mm -hmm. It's almost the same thing you're saying happens with our vocal cords. The more you practice, the more you put into Mm -hmm. it, the better you get. Mm -hmm. But I think that also you have to have a little bit of natural stuff because you seem to have a natural (laughs) flair for it. So, yes, you built up your vocals, but you probably started out with a pretty good voice. And then the basis for the choir, right? So yeah. you started singing the choir like I did when I was young. Don't have a voice. I just have a karaoke voice, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but not as professional as you. So now you finished an album. Mm-hmm. And the two, we're going to hear two songs from you today. And, of course, we can play more on the album. And uh, we can make it a special uh, show. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell me a bit about these two songs we're going to hear that you wrote and, and that we're going to listen to in a bit. Mm-hmm. So Island Queen is the first single Which I, I've heard and love <laughs> Thank you so much uh, It's a standalone single It is about a breakup That weirdly enough I think it was I think it was the time in my life Where I, I really started to learn About accountability It's like I was in a relationship with this person And things got really messy Like really really messy It was, it was not a good ending To be completely honest But after some time And after one of those closure conversations that you have with your exes, you kind of realize that, man, like, yeah, like maybe there's things that the other person did wrong, but there's a lot of stuff that I did wrong, too. Like, there's a lot, like, so much. Like, when I really think about it, I understand, okay, this person was hurt and had these tendencies and had these frustrations because I did A, B, C, and D. And so from that perspective, I learned that no matter what you're doing in life, no matter who you're with, whether it's in like a relationship, whether it's at work or whatever, you have to be able to look at yourself and say, hey, there's a couple things that I'm doing wrong and it's hindering A, B, C, and D. And to move from where I am right now to becoming the person that I want to be, The first step is to admit that, okay, yes, I'm really, really messing up right now. There's these things I'm doing wrong. So more than anything in the world, I think that song to me is like a message to myself to just keep having that growth mindset and just be aware that you're not, life is not stagnant at no point in life. Like no matter who I become today, tomorrow, in X amount of years, there's always going to be a need to grow. Bill Gates wakes up every day and has a problem to solve. Yes. You know, like he's the he's one of the richest people in the world. But he, is. he wakes up every day and goes to work. Yes. Right. So I think growth is definitely the the theme for that song. And the second song is uh, The Longest Night of My Life, which will be part of the EP. It is, again, same same relationship. It's a breakup. And it, it's a simple song, really. The way that I started writing that out was that I was just chilling one day. And this was a couple weeks after the breakup. And the day was just so long. I remember it was a very long summer day. And I was just, like, in a really bad spot mentally. And it just felt like a very dark night. 
And I just picked up a pen and paper and guitar and just wrote it, like literally wrote it, the longest night of my life. I'm just like, okay. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing um, the inspirations that artists draw from, and especially with your music. Mm-hmm. Um, I love both the songs. And um, just to know that, you know, this song came out. I don't want you to break up every month to come out with a new song. <laughs> <laughs> Not every month, but I do. I do love what you bring because you're you're impacting on somebody else's life. So somebody else who's feeling those same emotions that you felt, that song is going to bring them solace and peace. And that's what I love about your music. I Thank love you. the words; they're authentic. You, you know, so I really love that. Now, what can we expect from you in the future? Ooh. Oh my God, a lot of things. So first off, an EP. Um, I'm going to keep it a hundred percent because I have. So I went home recently in August, in the beginning of August. I hadn't been home in five years. Wow. And yeah, that was, I didn't realize how much I needed that trip until I was home. And I helped my mom and dad and my family and like my nephews. I left when I had one nephew. I went back home and there's three of them now. And they're like, who's Uncle Bo- Right? Who's this guy? I know. Don't touch me. <laughs> Don't hug me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just got back about two, three weeks ago, and I'm getting back in the groove with um, completing my project and doing my music and gigging and all that. So I'm just getting back up to speed. So when can we expect you to be finished? Because mm. we're going to bring you right back. You will bring me right back. Yes. I will be delighted to be right back. Um, the EP is coming out sometime this fall. I'm looking at possibly November. Okay. End of October, around that time frame. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Now I'm just going into crunch time to get back into business and, and do what I do best. <laughs> yes. And um, so you hear that, everybody. Uh, he should have a new EP out before the end of the year, which I'm looking forward to, as I'm sure the rest of you will once you hear his music. And now if people wanted to look you up, follow you, want to book you for events, how would they do that? So I have I'm very active on Instagram at BRK period WAV. And I have a Facebook page under Baraka Music. Uh, those are kind of the two main uh, platforms that I use. I do have an email. It's brkmusicbookings at gmail.com. And you can reach me through there to arrange any type of events. Any I'll literally play anywhere as long as there's a guitar and a mic. <laughs> I'll, I will play. <laughs> because this is a passion of yours. And you know what they say when you're passionate about something? They say when you're passionate about something you do, it's like you're never working at all, right? Uh-huh. And because you're having so much fun enjoying Just like myself, I love you know the radio stuff and I love doing stuff like this. So and I, and I feel like this is a pleasure to me, you know, to do something like this as it is with you. So uh, for those of you who are interested and want to listen to more of Baraka's music, um, you know how to get in touch with him if you want to book him for an event and you know how to follow him on social media. So now we're at the part that I'm just going to love right now. We're going to be listening to his songs, Island Queen and The Longest Night of My Life. The Longest Night. Here it is, everybody. Barack Obayo. When I get a little old When I grow a little more When I find all of the things you really needed How I love you like before When my promises are broken with the laughter in your soul All my actions will be words that I have heeded How I love you like before So I will learn Every little thing And 
Signal Hill. I'll be nervous and my heart will be pounding, but I will love you like before. So I will learn every little thing, and I will win every battle I am in. me as your champion every dragon at my feet and I will conquer every land I'll be a better man for you my island queen I will love every little thing And I will win Every battle I am in Baby, I will be your champion Every dragon at my feet And I will conquer every land And I'll be a better man For you, my Baby, I will conquer every land I'll be a better man For you, my island queen For you, my island queen For you, my island queen Here's the longest night of my life, and it's a little song that I really love. I have the most fun playing this song, so I hope you like it. Feeling present in the past. I'm a silhouette, I don't know it. Walking over broken glass Crying over photographs Broken frames, broken dreams Cause every day without you Is the longest night of my life Can I 
be without you Girl, I know that I shouldn't have lied And I know you tried for listening to global frequencies diverse province diverse voices this program is presented by the association for new canadians anc with funding from the government of canada and government of newfoundland and labrador the association for new canadians anc is an organization that has helped refugees and immigrants to Newfoundland and Labrador for more than 40 years. The ANC delivers programs and services that support all aspects of newcomer integration, ranging from settlement information and orientation to language learning, skills development, and employment. If you are a newcomer in Newfoundland and Labrador and need our help, contact us, ancnl.ca. See you next time.